And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial, welcome aboard for another uh, another thrilling hour of music and uh, talk with the artists. We've got another good show for you today, some great talent, and of course, some great new music. First up, we've got a, uh, a synth punk emo band, is how they're described now. <laughs> don't, don't panic, don't panic, it's and you might you might actually like this. It's it's not as unusual as it sounds. They're a band to watch. They call themselves Glass Beach, and they've been sharing a smattering of one-off tracks, including uh, well, including an anthem that was proposed for uh, Bill and Ted and uh, rejected. It was called Running, and uh, and some other stuff too. I want you to listen to them right now. This is Glass Beach. It's called. 1015 description i think i would also um i think i would also call them uh, 
Well, alternative would be one word, uh, uh, original, unique, inventive, creative. <laughs> it's a different sound, but uh, mixed in there is a, a catchy little earbug of a, of a theme that goes through that kind of sticks with you. John Bon Jovial. They got a little bit of reggae in there, which kind of surprised me a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think, you know, their use of, um, the auto tune was a little disappointing, but, uh, because I, I think based on what I heard, I think they've got some vocal talent. And so the auto tune probably isn't necessary, but yeah, I, I know you're such a supporter of auto tune. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's a scourge. <laughs> it really is. But I, you know, I think, but that, I think it would qualify as experimental. That is definitely one way to put it. Experimental is probably a very apt description. Uh, but the uh, what what kind of slayed me a little bit was the uh, just the reggae theme. I <laughs> I actually chuckled because I liked it. Yeah, really. That's what I said. Yeah. There, there is some catchiness there. I think to my way of thinking, and I'm not a obviously not a successful producer. I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you, but uh, thank you. Very to much. My way of thinking uh, a little too much of the, uh, of the noise, the sound effects, the electronics in there. Uh, I think they could have got by without that much, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some listenability there. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the experimental electronic music of the sixties that you could listen to yes. about three minutes of it and then, okay, let's go on to the next thing. However, it did not uh, dominate the overall theme of this song. Right. Which yeah, made it, to me, which uh, made it more listenable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, as I said, there's a uh, there's an earbud there. There's a, a, there's a recurring theme that is kind of catchy and uh, you might find yourself, you know, humming it to yourself uh, down the a few hours from now or tomorrow and then say, where the heck did I hear that from? Uh, don't blame me, ladies and gentlemen. I just played it for your approval. Uh, you can blame the, uh, you can blame the band uh, for, for the sounds and the fact that uh, it sticks in your head. They call themselves glass beach and uh, it'd be interesting. You find it, you can find a lot of their stuff on, uh, on band camp and you can check them out there. If it, uh, is something you want to follow up on, or if you just like to hear a little more to see what they do. They're on Bandcamp, Glass Beach. John Bon Jovial, uh, hey, we're about ready to rock and roll here. And uh, this, of course, is the show where our guests and our listeners uh, pick the awards, because every show is an award show. That makes every artist that we have on the show an automatic award winner. And we have a returning award winner in a little bit. And we have a new artist to introduce you to. And first, I want to be sure, and uh, we want to thank Mary Perry, an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards for Rochester Free Radio. And we thank Mary Perry and Rochester Free Radio for carrying our show. And uh, we enjoy uh, we enjoy hearing from a lot of people there in Rochester. It's nice to know that uh, we're reaching out to so many, including our friends at and by way of the House of Guitars. A uh, great bunch of people there. If you're ever in Rochester, New York area, be sure and stop in at the House of Guitars because uh, 
that store is like a uh, it's like a museum uh, to music, especially to upstate New York. You find a lot of souvenirs and artifacts from various famous musicians, Joe Bonamassa for one, uh, and a lot of artists that are not from upstate New York. Uh, they've acquired either left or the boys at the house of guitars have acquired uh, souvenirs that they have there on display. So it's definitely worth the trip to just stop in and talk with them. We also want to issue our first, the David Bowers award of the week. And uh, this one, we're going to send out to an old friend of ours back in upstate New York, Mr. Frank Palangi, who's been on the show several times. He now is, <laughs> he's decided to try and compete with us. He's got his own show now. Um, the the nerve to get him back on our show. <laughs> the nerve of the guy, the right? Nerve. He now has his own interview show on YouTube. It's called NYS in Motion. That's for New York State, obviously. NYS in Motion. He talks with guest artists every two weeks. It's uh, on on Friday nights at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, and you can check out. NYS Music in Motion with Frank Palangi on YouTube. And you can also catch Frank on Instagram Live, where he does a lot of stuff there, too. So check him out. Uh, Frank's been a, uh, he's been a follower and supporter of the show for a lot of years. We had him on, oh, I think I think we had him on in our first year, which would be almost eight years ago. We had him on and, in our first uh, year. I, I, I had him on. He was on a couple of years later, wasn't he? Two, three years after yeah, that? Yeah, he's been yeah. on. Yeah, he's been on more than once, you know. yeah. And uh, I had him on a prior show that I co-hosted before we created this madness we know as the David Bowers Awards. And uh, we want to thank uh, Frank both for, you know, being a guest, for being a longtime friend, and for being a supporter. And wish him all the luck in the world, as long as he doesn't get higher ratings than we do. <laughs> okay, I mean, we'll draw. You got to draw the line there somewhere, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations, that, Frank, and yeah, congratulations, Frank. All the best to you, and uh, we'll be looking forward to hearing more about NYS Music in Motion. First, we're going to hear more about a gentleman who calls himself Chris Bender, and. Uh, well, let's listen to his track first, and we'll talk with him. This is The Blood Song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This song's for all my praises out there. Listen. Without the blood of, of Jesus, there would be no remission of sin. We overcome by by the blood, by the word of a testimony On the cross, he hung his head He died, he gave his life for me
in here and say hello chris hey there everybody what's going on hey you are my friend uh i, I couldn't help but think while that while that track was playing the first thought that came to my mind is this ain't your daddy's christian music really there's a strong there's a strong feeling of gospel in there but at the same time uh, you you kind of meld in a hefty dose of rock and roll and a little bit of big band in there. I mean, I could, I could get a, uh, a definite feel of the, uh, of the big bands of the forties in there. It's, uh, yes, how, did, how did you create yes, this sound? Was this an inspiration? Did you work on it? Uh, did you work with yeah. others? What? Yeah. So I, I believe that, you know, firstly, uh, Dave, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. And I, I think it's an honor every time that I get an opportunity to share and talk. Um, I love to talk. Um, and so I think that, you know, the blood song is a combination of, uh, you know, of course, most know that I'm a worship leader at, by trade. And so um, I've, I've grown up and grown into worship planning and, and leading worship music in churches all of my life now. Um, and so uh, for a, a period of time, there was a, a ministry that I served within um, that consistently forced me to lead worship music on Communion Sunday, which is the longest service of the month, every month, right? right. And so I was um, singing, you know, of course, the, the ritual Communion songs that we normally would sing every, every, you know, every Communion Sunday. However, I had just become exhausted with, uh, <laughs> I had become exhausted with the songs. And so after one Communion Sunday, I started hearing the inspiration um, of the melody and the lyric and everything else in between um, for what we know today as the blood song. And then uh, my really good friend and brother and producer, uh, Sean Alexander, who is known across this green earth um, for his phenomenal skills in music production, um, took this song to a whole nother level. And, and that is um, where we got what is today known as the blood song. Awesome. That, uh, it, it, I, 
I just can't help but think, and I, I've seen some of your videos, and I just can't help but think that you mentioned the word exhaustion. You must be exhausted after uh, after one of those performances because you put everything there is in you into the performance. Dave, you listen, I grew up with a grandfather that taught me, listen, if you're going to do it, do it all the way. And so that's that's definitely my mantra, and that's what I um that's what I embody every time. But, you know, when you, you know, it's a little different when you're doing um, faith-based, uh, you know, ministry in the form of music because um, you, God is really our strength, you know, and it literally, sometimes there's things that happen in those moments that I can't even tell you about and I don't even remember because it's not really me, um, you know, being um, led by God and, and, and in a sense being um, being persuaded and, and being, uh, you know, guided by God to administer the music in a certain way and manner so that it can bless the people. And you must, you must have your own group. I mean, I, I can't see you going out and doing this as a rule anyway. Every, there's always an exception, but as a rule, I can't see you going out and doing this music with people that haven't worked with you. This is something that it just seems like you've got to have your own core group to present this and put everything into it that you do? That's an amazing question, man. You know, um, many don't understand. Um, there's, a, there's a word that we use, and uh, you hear it a lot in artistry across, across all genres. It's called synergy. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. it makes for a better performance, right, when you're working with individuals that know how you flow, um, that know, you know, what you're probably going to go to. They know your go-tos. They know your music. And most importantly, you guys are connected in a deeper way and, or, or a spiritual level, um, whereas there's some things that we won't even be able to, we won't even have to communicate. You know, um, it just happens because of the, the amount of, of connection and, I guess, uh, mutuality within what we do. Right. Well, I can relate to that, because, and seriously, because John and I, uh, John and I met back in 1974 in radio in Tampa, Florida, and uh, sure. with a uh, with an exception of a few years in between, we have been uh, working either <laughs> either in partying or in music or whatever uh, for yeah. 40 years now, and we have a wow. little bit of the same thing. There are times when uh, yeah. you know we could finish each other's sentences or we can go yeah, on to say, the next step. Like you can complete your thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Like I know right yeah. now that he's sitting there and he wants to get in here and say something. So I'm going to yeah. let him jump, jump, well, jump in here. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Chris, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is great to have you on board with us. Um, Thank you. I, I'm, I'm listening to your, your song. I'm listening to the Blood song, and it just took me back to the days when I was in Tampa, and a very good friend of mine and I, we would go up into uh, Pasco County back when it was extremely rural, and there were yeah. these uh, tent revivals uh, and featuring oh, yeah. these black gospel choirs that just blew me away. And listening to this song brought me back to that because I could hear that energy. And hearing your leadership in that song, which to me, if there's a male version of Aretha Franklin combined with Wilson Pickett just getting it, that's what you, that's what you did with this wow. song. And I love it. Wow. Wow! Yeah, I just I love so it much, John. I appreciate that. Well, that you know, is you know, that's the highest thing I say. 
That is a high esteem. Well, those are some big shoes to fill. Definitely. Well, look, da- you know, David will tell you that if there's something that I don't like, I'll say it. I don't care if the guest is there or not. I'll say it. And uh, I found absolutely nothing negative about this song. Everything about it is positive. It's uplifting. And and again, if if uh, if if our listeners out there, if they've ever been to one of these black tent gospel revivals, then they'll get right. it. They'll understand what I'm saying. And but and, and I remember, it, and if they haven't, they should make a point, put it on their bucket list to oh, do that in their in their life. Absolutely, you don't know music if you haven't been to one of those revival meetings. And I remember, the I remember so vividly the first one I went to. I was about oh my gosh, uh, probably eighteen, seventeen or eighteen, right in that area, and I was going through uh, North Carolina on my way to. Florida, my big breakaway. I'm going to drive down to my mom's in Florida, and uh, <laughs> I remember the. I was at the motel there in uh, right outside of Rocky Mount, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I noticed all of a sudden I heard some music coming from this tent across the street, and I just had to go and see what was going on, and it it didn't even occur to me that the next morning that. Uh, I was the only white guy in this whole crowd. We just sat there and got into the music and the message, and uh, it was an amazing experience. And you you really don't, you know, they, they said that uh, you don't know music if you don't do the blues. Well, the same can be said for gospel. You don't know music if you ain't gotten into gospel music. It's uh, it's just that, that moving an experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's... Um I think that's what's uh, been most uh, most appreciated by uh, the efforts and, and the labor over the, the last couple of centuries, uh, excuse me, decades that uh, you know we've we've been moving and pushing this this great gospel message through song. It's just the uh, the potency of it. It just kind of sticks with you. You'll, you'll never hear anything else like it in the world. I promise. And it's a great unifier too. It 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 really yeah. is. Uh, now tell us tell us a little bit about. Uh, about you personally, who is Chris Bender? Where did he come from? Uh, how did he get to where he is today? Absolutely. Well, um, I am a 25, soon to be 26. I turned 26 on Thursday. I'm getting old. Uh, well, congratulations and happy birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. 26 um, and you're old? 26 Give me a break. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I swear. Listen, you guys, I promise I tell everybody, I feel like I'm, I li- I've lived on Earth a couple of decades ago. I swear. I'm just coming back. I'm tired. <laughs> Every day. He's, before, he's back for a but, return. Uh, yeah, so I... <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like the Benjamin Button effect. I swear. <laughs> I like but, that. But um, yeah, so I'm a soon to be 26 year old uh, social worker actually here in the city of Boston, Massachusetts, um, and uh, I have happened to uh, over the last let's see, let's see about seven. Uh, yeah, over the last 18 years, I've been in this amazing walk, um, you know, with my Christian faith in God, and, and it's led me to, you know, become such an incredible individual, I would say, and it's helped me to really be able to shape, and shape excuse me, and develop lives and, and, and make an impact. And uh, over the past, you know, let's see, 10 years or so almost now, uh, I've been doing this thing called professional artist uh, movement and work, um, which has led me to uh, develop 
uh, you know, a sound and definitely a, a name for myself in the industry um, where, uh, you know, they, there's an expectation for Chris to produce and to produce in a level and a form of excellence that um, many might have, but they don't have it like Chris does. And so it's an honor to really be able to, you know, share the gospel and, and, and also to, um, you know, every day change lives. And that honestly, I live every day, day to day. Um, with a, an assignment to make an impact on someone's life, whether it's my work for, for you know, uh, my social work uh, business or if it's my own personal ministry, every day it's a, it's a task for me to make sure that I'm leaving a positive impact on somebody's life. Well, I believe you're definitely doing that. Now, you mentioned uh, you mentioned your ministry, and, uh, of course, my uh, co-host here is a uh, Boston boy at heart himself, yep. uh, having really? from, been from that area and, and grew up a little bit, uh, grew up a little bit there. Uh, tell oh, us, John, you uh, good tell people, the, man. Yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> uh, the, you know, the Red Sox good, Yankees bad, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, we do it. have I'll a little. Uh, we do have a little disagreement on one or two subjects. I mean, you can't you can't be together this long and not have uh, some disagreements, and uh, exactly. we uh, beat each other up accordingly to that. But uh, in talking about your your ministry and your music and everything, tell the listeners how they can find you and your music online. Absolutely, uh, family. If you were looking to. Uh, hear more of my music. I just actually released another song um, entitled Glad in It, which placed number three on Billboard charts. And so really, really excited about that. That has been really taking over the world by storm, and I'm really amazed at it. If you want to hear that or anything else that um, I've been graced to be a part of or work on or, or release myself, you can find my music everywhere music is to be sold or distributed. Um, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, everywhere. Type in Chris Bender and you'll be able to find me if you're looking um, to learn more about me. and or, uh, If you want to even experience what I do in person, um, you can uh, find booking information, things of nature, at my email, uh, excuse me, at my website. Um, and that is found within the website uh, domain called IamChrisBender.com. Very good. As we uh, as we always say here on the on the David Bowers Awards, self promotion is highly encouraged. So we're glad you uh, shared that information, and uh, I heartily encourage people if they uh, if they are at all moved by this music for whatever reason, follow up on it because uh, he does some great stuff. And uh, Chris, the uh, song that you mentioned, "Glad in It," we're going to play in just a couple of minutes here. So before we let oh, you go. Yay. Can, can you tell us a little bit about this song? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, man, I, I think that, you know, as a songwriter, it's important to always be able to embody a piece of, uh, or embody a, an art of work um, that can always um, reach people. But I think that it's even more important for that, for the music to be a piece of you. Um, and glad that it has been just that. Um, for me, I've, uh, you know, a little bit of my personal story, um, I, since the age of about seven, uh, I've battled with uh, PTSD and depression. And a challenge for me, or for a moment of time, oh my gosh, no, it's okay, trust me, it's, a, it's definitely a story of victory for me. Um, you know, as a, uh, as growing as a teenager, and especially in the African-American community, it, it wasn't always um, 
encouraged for us to seek help and to, you know, um, per, uh, seek out professional assistance in, in trying to venture into healing and wholeness and wellness. And so um, at the age of 21, it became a part of my personal um, uh, personal determination to ensure that that was my life and that I really became an overcomer of over everything that I've been through. Um, and during the uh, 24th year of my life, um, I went through another weird but very negative, uh, very dark bout with depression again. And um, in that space, crazy enough, God gave me the lyrics and the melody um, to the song that is known today as Glad in It. And um, literally, I've, I've gotten messages and emails and letters of people all over the world that have been, you know, especially during this pandemic, that have been really going through a hard time. You know, I've, I've talked to individuals that have gone through loss of family members and, you know, loss of jobs and financial struggles and hardships that have said, you know, thanks to your commitment to your assignment, um, this song has helped me to see um, to see myself in a different in a different place than where I am right now. Even though I haven't really come out of my dark space yet your song has given me hope. And that, that is enough for me, man, to, you know, really be able to, you know, run, run even harder and faster than I have before because um, it tells me, it shows me uh, that there are people out there that are really being strengthened by my, my life security. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris Bender, thank you so much for being here. I want to have time to really get this whole song here. We're going to roll it right now. Thank you so much, Chris Bender. We look forward to having you come back again and see us in the All very day. near We're future. Absolutely. You're God part of the family life. here, too. Thank you so much, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Chris Bender, and here is Glad In It. So many of us are going through your burdens get so heavy you don't know what to do but i've been sent on assignment to encourage you you can't give them now you have so much to do
Uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's Chris Bender. It's called Glad In It. John Bon Jovial, how are things on your side of the board there? Oh, on our side of the uh, country here, things are going just uh, swimmingly well. Uh, we are rapidly approaching our, um, you know, crisp autumn days where the uh, low temperature is about 72 and the high temperature is about 87. And instead of a thousand percent humidity, it's more like around 900 percent. So, yeah, you know, we we, 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 we got the cocoa, on, uh, you know, on the, uh, the stove there and uh, making sure that we have our scarves on and our gloves. And, uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> There's no well, seasons me, in Florida. Everything's ask, either green or dead here. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Now, I know that you were looking forward to having a certain group back in the near future, and I'm just wondering, are you ready for some Super Mario? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, some Super Mario with a, a healthy a dose of, of uh, uh, Jorio, and, and yes, yeah, we'll be good. You got it, you know, so let's see if the audience remembers this tune, which the Pond Hawks introduced here on the David Bowers Award some time ago. This is called Afraid of Love.
of love they call themselves the pond hawks and here they are to come talk with us jory mario come on in and say hello hello Hi, david Hi. hello there hey, how you guys doing <laughs> okay we're dog yeah we're doing hello great. david from a mystery guy hey david i don't you will <laughs> we're hanging in there thank you guys for coming back and seeing us again it's so glad so good to have you here i know Thanks john bon jovial coincidentally john bon jovial just decided and, what yesterday to post on your uh on your post uh he posted that he thought you were, you guys should be back on the show and of course like so, not letting yeah. him listen to any of the new music before we do the show i don't tell him who's going to be on the show until he gets ready to do oh, it so cool. he didn't, he didn't tell me anything I, you know i'm left out i'm like a mushroom growing in the basement you know you know john john thanks brother but you know be careful what you wish for you just may get it yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The you yeah, know. that couldn't have worked any better if I'd planned it. But no, I do keep John in the dark simply because I like to get that, wait, that spontaneous reaction. You're trying to raise mushrooms, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we all know what that takes, right? But no, I'd like uh, to get no. that spontaneous reaction. I mushrooms at that age. <laughs> <laughs> they grow mushrooms in Chicago? Well, you know, you know, in a room. This is special in a room. room. I was going to say, it's too nasty outside to do it. <laughs> you know, I say that, I only say that based on hearsay because I've never had the pleasure of spending any time in Chicago, but I've heard that the weather can be kind of miserable at times there. Well, that's, that's, that's an oxymoron. Pleasure and having spent some time in Chicago. Come on, man. Yeah, really. Well, hey, listen, of, I'm trying to, you, you know, even I try to be a little politically correct once in a while. Well, it's it's not nice too often. But it was nice of you to say that for us. Chicago. Well, thank you. Chicago. <laughs> That's what we talk out here. Well, the weather now, is kind of nasty today anyway. It is. It's true. Yeah, it was so, it it was, yeah, yeah. It was so cold. It was so cold out today, John. It was so cold out today. The flashers were just handing out photographs. It was terrible. 
But um, well, you, you you guys don't have you guys don't have your own naked cowboy, do you? I'll tell you, David, David, it was so cold out today. How cold Our was it? Our agent had his hands in his own pockets. I'm telling it was so cold. <laughs> Our agent had his hands in his own pockets. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's that, terrible. Where's that snare <laughs> drum around here when we need it? <laughs> you really know about a boom, I mean. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to besides writing new lines? Well, we're, we're, we're surviving. We're surviving. <laughs> yeah, that's and we're a good just thing. Yeah, that's the second. <laughs> yeah, in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Just about, just about finished with the second song. We wrote about four songs in the pandemic. Uh, I was just about done with the second one. The first one we we finished up. Luckily, I mean, un- unfortunately, we couldn't get together with the band. And I, I had to do a lot of the tracks myself, the drums, the bass, the guitar, the keys, and blah, blah, and George put the moog on. And I'm happy to, to, I'm very fortunate to have been quarantined with a guy named Joe V. Novelli. That, he's, he's here with us tonight. That was a surprise. And uh, we were uh, quarantined with him tonight, and you are the first in the world to hear his voice. And this is him. Say hi to David. Hi, David. <laughs> hey, hey, how, how you, you doing? Problem? I'm good. Oh, how are you? Glad to have you. Uh, <laughs> glad to Joe have v, you. Joe, Joe V. Novelli played lead guitar for us because our lead guitarist couldn't make it. And this guy's this budding lead guitarist. He's really good. He practices all the time, all the time. I says, so we go, went downstairs in the rehearsal room. I says, look. I'm quarantined, kid, and you're quarantined with us. And uh, so he goes, ah, I can, I can do this. Well, what are the chords? And bum, bum, bum. And he, he wailed them out and then just like, bam, knocked a home run, pinch hit home run. That was really good. So anyways. Yeah, that's when for our song, Invisible Stranger. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll be playing for a few minutes here. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was a great way to spend quarantine, you know, playing music, so. Oh, um, certainly, yeah. I just wonder when Mario's going to open his own talent agency now. <laughs> no, no, this is a bit of nepotism, but what are you going to do? We were quarantined, and I'm telling you, he, he, he like, nails his home run. I, I, I tell him the court progression, and he's like, how's this sound? And I'm like, bam. Uh, what do you think yeah, you the first see? time I played the chord progression for you, Joe? Um, I thought it was really good, and uh, it gave me an idea. And then uh, from then on, you know, I came up with the lead and then showed me the rest of the song. Ended up turning to the final product, which, you know, I think it's really good. Um, you're going to play it in a couple of minutes, but, like, yeah, I'm kind of happy with the product. It's cool. It's and, a good um, sound. I don't blame you. It's song with my grandpa. And, and based on what... Based on what Mario told us a couple of minutes ago, uh, he's just finished the second song he's done since the pandemic and all this isolationism. And I'm, my math is never my best subject, but it seems to me it's been about eight months. So can you keep up with that hectic pace, a new song every two months? Uh, yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's a pandemic. Yeah. There's nothing else to do here. <laughs> what else are we really? going to do? Yeah, what, what are you going to do? I mean, I know, I mean, especially in Chicago. I mean, you can't even open the windows. No, I, I mean, but it's better, but it's, 
but it's, we were trying to make lemonade out of lemons. Not that that's a literal cliche thing, but we really are, you know. And and you know, uh, you, you get something, and and all of a sudden, like, bam! I, you know, it's something I wouldn't have thought of. Something maybe somebody else wouldn't have thought of, and it just happens, you know. And and you know, but the thing is, like, the, the studio is about five blocks from my house. So me and Joe V. Novelli, you know, get, we trudge along through the through the cold spring, when you know uh, weather, and walking into the studio, and we we come into this thing, and he's quite a bit younger, so he's got different, uh, quite a different uh, take on the subject, and I've got this old Elisa's machine, and it's got tremolo. You remember tremolo, right? Oh, tremolo, yeah, sure. But Tommy James and the Meshuggahs. We're going through all this stuff, and like because he's a young guy, and he goes, "Hey, that's a cool song. What is that? Never heard that before." I go, "That's an old song. That's even before my time." And I like check it out, and I go. And we're like, we both decided, hey, let's do it with tremolo. That's why you hear that tremolo on there. It's kind of a different kind of a sound. It was fun time. Fun time. I bet it was. Jury, Jury, you're sitting there letting Mario take over the whole stage here. What were you doing all this time while they were having all this fun? I was trying to pick out the mask I'm going to wear later today. <laughs> I have quite a variety of masks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I've been busy doing a lot of stuff here, and uh, today was kind of uh, uh, an interesting morning, you know. Uh, it, it sort of relates to music. Uh, I received a package from Capitol Records today. Um, oh, my God, me. I thought maybe it was a cease and desist or something, Pontox or whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> We keep looking for those, too. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like, oh, where's the contract? Okay. So um, it was a little pouch, and inside, yeah, on, the, on the pouch it was written Paul, McCart Paul McCartney. So, uh, and I thought, okay, what, what is this? Okay, open it up, and it, it is three sets of dice. Uh all the sides except one. One says Paul McCartney. The others have just three, uh, the number three, you know, three three dots on them. So okay. uh, I already knew what that was because uh, Paul Paul is putting out a brand new album in December. So it's huh. been rumored. But this was like the uh, promotion that I got from his record company. Uh, mm -hmm. which was very cool. It's a very cool souvenir. So, uh, and Absolutely. I'll just tell people, yes, in December, McCartney 3 is coming out. Okay, so <laughs> I told everyone. You heard it here first, there people. Jerry, I have a question for you. Uh, are we going to, can we look forward to getting uh, Pond Hawk's face masks for the rest of this uh, pandemic? Oh, we haven't made one yet. <laughs> so, Ab absolutely. Well, what are you Pond waiting for? Well, 
well, <laughs> I don't probably, know. <laughs> probably be probably may be made out of that stuff they wrap the booze bottles in when you buy them at the liquor store. Yeah, the ones you can you know throw away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you if you're going to do that, you might as well include the bottle. <laughs> that's right. That's good. <laughs> Unopened, like of course. Those, it'd be like, well, cut them in half and make face shields out of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Yeah, once we get enough demand, maybe we will make them. You know, there you go. Them. Well, I, I, it was, it was mm-hmm. a thought on my part there. I remember the T-shirt, <laughs> and we get a lot of mileage out of that. So I thought maybe, you know, you might go with the uh, with the face masks too. And uh, But I w- before we run out of time, I want to get back to a semi-serious note here. This uh, The new track that we're going to be playing here in a couple of minutes, tell us about Invisible Stranger, how how that came about. I'll tell you, listen to this. Uh, the, the minute, the minute we heard, you remember, you got, remember the day that everybody, all the governors around the United States said, oh, this is it. As of five o'clock this coming Saturday, everybody's locked down, quarantine, no job. You know, you can't right, wait. Right, right. Like, I'm like, oh my God, we're freaking out. 2.2 million Americans are going to die. And we're thinking, oh my God, what if they're underestimating and and then they and I go, then they shut down Vegas and you don't shut those guys down without any precedent. <laughs> and and you know, you know, they're not exactly the Boy Scouts. But anyways, but you know, that and they're shutting down Disney and they're shutting down Hollywood. And they're shutting down everybody and like, Oh my god, Jory and I get on, on the on the phone together and go and everybody's freaking I go, Oh my god, it's like it's like being in a twilight zone, which is the first line in our song. Uh, you know, bracing for the impact in this Twilight mm-hmm. Zone. Bra- bracing for the impact being a line from a song I wrote a little bit earlier on that never became a song, but bracing for the impact in this Twilight Zone. And Jory goes, oh, my God, yeah, it's like, and we're, we don't even know where it's coming. It's like this invisible stranger. I'm like, bam, that's it. It's an invisible stranger. I go, yeah. And Jory always comes up with these great lines like these yogiisms, like Yogi Berra came up with these yogiisms. <laughs> it's an invisible stranger. Hey, I go, boo, boo, beautiful. Let's write a song, Invisible Stranger. She goes, yeah, I was going to say that. Okay, go. And we did it. And that's, that's a story. And, 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 and all, the verses, all the verses are about this angst and this, oh, my God, what the heck's going to happen? And, and, but we, we decided, we, Jory and I decided, we write the choruses or the middle eight in this case should be positive. Like we're going to see the morning's rising sun. Absolutely. And as, we're going, I mean, there's light at the end of the sun. So it, it's fantastic. A, we're out of time. So I'm going to have to cut you off because we want to get to the tune. Thank you so much, Jory, Mario, oh, the pond hawks, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thank here you it is. Us. And Joe. You're welcome. Always welcome here, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Invisible Stranger. Gearing for this uninvited attitude change 
themselves the palm talks i'd like that it's got an eerie kind of a, a mystique to it i'd like that that's a little bit different than most of the stuff they've done in the past and uh, it's a it's a uh, it's a nice take on a uh, on a thought on hey what a take on the pandemic the invisible stranger with that thought in mind i think i will thank you all for joining us here again this week and invite you to come back next week we'll look for you back here then until then be good take care of yourself god bless john bon jovial take us home okay yes sir Folks, you did it again. Another perfectly good hour spent with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are eternally grateful for your presence, and I truly do mean that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. You can find us on all of the major streaming services, and you can also follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And please join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial, Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week for the David Bowers and all the other morons at work here, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying, please be good to each other, wash your hands, Keep your distance, and we'll see you right back here next week on The David Bowers Awards.